Welcome to Washburn Bible Study. Today's study is on the story of Rahab found in Joshua 2. This is a wonderful story of salvation, and I'm really excited to be able to do this with you. So this is Joshua 2. And Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out of Shittim two men to spy out secretly, saying, Go view the land, even Jericho. And they went and came into an harlot's house named Rahab and lodged there. So let's stop right there. Um, right off the bat, this sounds like a business trip gone wrong. But the harlot's house was also the inn. So really, there's there's no harm in that. So we'll continue. And it was told of the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, there come men in hither tonight of the children of Israel to search out the country. The king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men that are come to thee, which are entered into thine house, for they come to search out all the country. And the woman took the two men and hid them, and said thus, There come men unto me, but I wist not whence they were. And they, and it came to pass, about the time of the shutting of the gate, when it was dark, that the men went out. Whether the men went, I will not. Pursue after them quickly, for ye shall overtake them. But she hid, but she had brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them with the sticks of flax which she had laid in order upon the roof. So these two men, the two men would symbolize the word of God, uh, God's message. In the Bible, we see God's message or word going out in twos. When Jesus sent out the disciples, he sent them out in twos. Um, the God's word in those days were separated in two parts. You had the law and the prophets. Um, today we see it as the Old and New Testament. So this too, we have the two witnesses. This too is God's word and God's message. So what do you think it means when she took God's word or took the two messengers and hid them? I want to read from Psalm 119.11. Thy word I've hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So the symbolism of her taking the two and hiding them is it would be for us, us taking God's word and hiding it into our hearts. You'll notice that when the king of Jericho sends men unto them, that she, um, it's like the world the world, how the world comes and wants to discredit God's word. Um, looking at in Matthew 4, um, when Jesus is tempted, his reply was, it is written, it is written. He didn't have to pull out scripture and read it or, you know, search for it. He had it hidden away, hidden away inside his heart. And really, that's how we need to be ourselves. Moving on now. 
and the men pursued after them the way of the Jordan unto the fords. And as soon as they which pursued after them were gone out, they shut the gate. And before before where it lay down, she came up, up unto them upon the roof. And she said unto, unto the men, I know that the Lord hath given you the land, and that your terror is fallen upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when ye came out of Egypt, and what ye did unto the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of the Jordan, Shehan and Og, whom ye utterly destroyed. And as soon as we heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God, God of heaven above and of earth beneath. So here we see, we see um, her recognizing God as the true God. Um, she says, I know what he's done for you. And that I know he's given you the land. So when he comes, he's going to take this land. Um, this is what we need to, in our lives, acknowledge. That God is the true God. And that when um, Jesus is going to take back this world at the second coming. So we see this acknowledgement from Rahab. Moving on. Now therefore I pray I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed you kindness, that ye will also show kindness unto my father's house, and give me a true token, and that ye will save alive my father, and my mother, and my brethren, and my sisters, and all that they have. And deliver our lives from death. And the men answered her, Our lives for yours. If ye utter not this our business, and it shall be, when the Lord hath given us the land, that we will deal kindly and truly with thee. Then she said unto then she let them down by a cord through the window, for her house was upon the town wall. And she dwelt upon the wall. And she said unto them, Get ye to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you, meet you, and hide yourselves there three days, until the pursuers be returned. And afterward may ye go your way. And the men said unto her, We will be blameless of thine oath, which thou hast made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet in the window which thou did let us down by. And thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all the father's household home unto thee. 
And it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thine house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head. And we, we will be guiltless. And whosoever shall be with, with thee in the house, his blood shall be on our head, if any hand be upon him. And if thou utter this our business, when we, then we will be quit of thine oath, which thou hast made us swear. And she said, According to your words, so it shall be. And she sent them away, and they departed, and she bound the scarlet line in the window. So, the scarlet line in the window. This should, um, this should bring back um, some images in our head. We should be thinking, okay, the red rope, the scarlet line, going around the window. And this is all part of this covenant that she's making with the two men. This is the same picture we've seen back in Exodus 12. When the, when the Israelites put the blood around the doorpost. And all who were in the house were saved. Or saved from death, I should say. And those without the blood around um, had death come in. Really, this is a picture of um, the of the blood of Christ, having the blood of Christ around our hearts. When we um, when we go to the cross and we accept Jesus's sacrifice for our sins, what we're doing is we're being covered by the blood. We're taking the blood of Christ, putting it on our hearts. When we accept it, when we, you notice she acknowledges first that God is a true God and that he is coming to take this land. And then they make a covenant saying, put the red rope around the window and then when we come, your life will be saved. It's the same picture for us with Jesus. We have the blood of Christ on our lives so that when he comes back, we may have eternal life. Also, I want to take note that um, this is kind of the the uh, the salvation going to the Gentiles. Um, you won't really see this until um, until later on. But you see that uh, the Gentiles are being included into the salvation promise. And all throughout the Bible, that's the way it's always meant to be. But you see in Jesus' time that the scribes and Pharisees, they did not understand that. Um, they didn't understand that their, their job was to bring the Gentiles to the, to God. And um, until later on, the apostles um, brought God's message to the Gentiles. So really, I hope you're seeing this picture here of the salvation being painted out as um, really it's just a nice image to feel. It's the same way as 
is your the blood around the door, the blood around the window, uh, the scarlet cord rather. And um, yeah, so we see basically the whole makeup of salvation. We see the acknowledgement of God being the true God, the uh, covenant of the red rope, and then also we're going to see in a moment. I'll read on. Um, the promise of Joshua or Jesus coming back. See, um, Joshua would be the Hebrew version of Jesus and Jesus would be the Greek version of Joshua. So when Mary looked looked down at Jesus, she said, Yahshua, that would be his name. So it really is an amazing picture to see this when Joshua comes to take the land. When Jesus comes to take this world back, those who have the blood around their blood and around their hearts, or the scarlet thread around the window, but they will be saved. Um, so I'll read on just to finish this out here. And they went out and came unto the mountain. And abode there three days until the pursuers were were returned, and the pursuers sought them therefore all the way, but found them not. So the two men returned and descended from the mountain and passed over, and came to Joshua, the son of Nun, and told him all the things that were befallen them. The and they said unto Joshua. True as the Lord have delivered into our hands all the land, for even all the inhabitants of the country do faint because of us. So there you see they're going back to Joshua. And later on in Joshua 6, they'll actually go and they'll take Jericho. And um, a fun thought would be, when you read in Joshua 6, the walls come down. Well, Rahab's house was on the wall. So... Now, I don't, this may not have been the case, but I, I like to picture the walls coming down and you have just this one section of wall still standing with one window and it's got the red rope around it. Um, and that's really just the, like I'm referring to again to recap, that's the picture of salvation. Um, you're going to have Jesus coming back. And those who have accepted the covenant of the cross, the blood of Christ, they will be saved. Um, and yeah, so, you know, I think we see a lot of times people will see the Old Testament and they'll think, oh, it's uh, fire and brimstone. But I hope this story, um, I encourage everybody to read it. And it really, really brings out the salvation. So thank you for listening and uh, I hope that you were able to pick up on some of this and it sparked some, sparked some critical thinking and uh, really whet your interest for digging into the Bible. Thank you. <laughs>